You're listening to the PMO Strategies Podcast, where PMO leaders become impact drivers. This is episode 189. Hey there, Impact Driver. Welcome to the PMO Strategies Podcast. I am your host, Laura Bernard. Today, we're going to talk about some really important characteristics that you want to make sure you have and frankly are looking for in your business leaders. When you think about the role you're in today, you might be exactly where you want to be. But for many of you, because you're Impact Drivers, you're probably looking for a little bit more. And I'm willing to bet that that little bit more is going to be highly dependent upon your ability to be a business leader. No matter what role you're in today, whether you call yourself a PMO manager, a project manager, a product manager, an agile manager, or director, or VP, or SVP, or executive, or CEO of your own company, it's not so much the title as it is how you show up. And what I'm noticing across this industry as we work really hard to help elevate all of the PMO leaders, strategy delivery leaders, and other business transformation and change leaders is that we have to remember the leader part. And to do that, there are some things we need to let go of and some things we need to pay more attention to. So I'm going to talk to you a little bit about what good looks like. And then next week, we're going to look at the things you're going to have to let go of to fully embrace this leadership perspective. Because here's the thing, if your peers, your business leaders, your executives, your C-suite, your boss don't see you as a business leader in your organization, you're going to have a tough time influencing the kind of change that you are listening to this podcast to influence. And it really does not matter what that title says. It's what you do with it that matters most. So we're going to walk through my favorite 10 leadership skills and strengths that you need to build. And then next week, we will look at the things we must shift away from to further embrace those leadership skills. Before we dive in, this episode is sponsored by the Impact Engine System, our completely updated end-to-end program for building, elevating, or even rescuing a PMO. A strategy delivery office, a strategy realization office, a transformation office, a agile transformation office, yes, even with agile, this program walks you step-by-step-by-step through our 100% successful implementation program. Now, what you'll create is as unique as you and the business problems you're solving, as well as how unique your organization is. However, the step-by-step process that we take you through, we know works because it's been working for organizations around the world for the last 10 years. And it's all based on what I learned in the prior 15 years before that in your shoes, inside organizations, driving big strategy delivery, transformational work, and doing really cool things with the PMO and project management. The kind of things I'm going to talk to you about today are weaved through the very fabric of this program because it's not enough to put templates and tools and process in place to create your PMO or to get better at managing and delivering projects. In fact, too much process is the enemy of progress. So you have to make sure that you know exactly what to do, in what order, why that matters, how to do it to get the big 
bang results your business leaders are looking for. So if you are building, elevating, rescuing a PMO or a strategy delivery function, or you want to be, you must be in this program because we will guide you every step of the way on everything you must do to drive higher impact for your organization quickly. And yes, I mean quickly so that you can build that credibility, take your seat at the leadership table and make the impact you are meant to make. Just go to pmostrategies.com forward slash IES. That's pmostrategies.com forward slash IES. And you can join us right now. Okay, let's get back to talking about that leadership capability and the skills that you must build to thrive in any organization. Now, I was going to do this in just one episode of here are the things you have to stop doing. But when I made my list of most important things you need to stop doing, it became obvious that I should probably make sure we're all on the same page with what success looks like. What does it look like to be a strategically valued business leader in an organization? So we're going to talk first about what those strengths look like, what those characteristics look like, and frankly, what your boss and your business leaders in your organization are looking for in order to promote you, take you seriously, respect and appreciate what you bring to the table, and to position you to help them make a big impact, get their strategy delivered with that high return on investment that you know you must help them realize. Now, as you listen to this list, I want you to avoid saying, oh my gosh, that doesn't sound like any of my business leaders. That's not what success looks like in my organization. Or no wonder this is so frustrating because I don't have good examples to follow. And that may be the case. You might be working for a boss that you're thinking, hmm, I'm not sure this is what I want to emulate. And you know what? Frankly, I've been there. I get it. I know. Not everyone has perfect bosses their whole career. However, it's not just your boss you're looking at. You want to look at presenting yourself in a way that positions you as a leader throughout your organization, throughout your interactions. You never know who's talking to who and what kind of conversations they're having. So let's make sure you're clear on what success looks like so that they are having the right conversations about you and what you bring to the table. Now, the reason all of this matters so much is that if you do not show up like a business leader, you will not be treated like a business leader. And if you are not treated like a business leader, you will have an uphill battle trying to roll out project management and PMO and portfolio management and governance and all of the components of building and delivering on an organization strategy, you have a really tough time being successful because they won't respect you. So let's be very clear on what success looks like and what is expected of you. Yes, even if you're a project manager, you too project managers, PMO leaders, anyone in that strategy delivery space, there's a lot of expectations on you. And when you are hitting a wall, it's likely that you have one of these blind spots and we need to make sure we bring that to light. So we'll talk about my favorite 10 ways that you can show up as a business leader and what I expect from you and what I help my coaching students realize and become and embrace and improve upon in our coaching program. And then next week, we'll look at what we've got to stop doing to be successful with these strengths. Okay, number one, you must have a clear vision and purpose. A business leader always has a clear vision and purpose and uses that to inspire and motivate their team because then they're able to keep everyone focused on the organization's goals. And that means for your department or your PMO, 
as well as for the overall company or broader organization's goals. So for example, as a business leader, if you've got a clear vision of what the company is trying to accomplish, you're going to be able to much more clearly articulate the mission and the values and make sure that everyone in the organization and in your team and those you engage with are aligned with these goals. Now, this is something that we walk through in great detail in the Impact Engine system because you will not be able to bring people with you through change if they don't know why they're there. You see, here's the challenge. Up to 90% of organizations fail to execute their strategy successfully. And the reason for this is that so many people are so focused on the business outputs they're creating instead of the outcomes they're driving. And that's not just your responsibility, but it is also your responsibility. And if people are not clear why they're doing what they're doing, what success looks like and how to get there, then you are not going to get to those big business outcomes. And if you're responsible for strategy delivery, that falls squarely on you to make sure all those pieces are in place. And I've watched this happen with company after company over the last 25 years. The leaders, the business leaders, the executives, the C-suite know what's going on with the strategy. They know what they're trying to accomplish, but they are terrible at rolling it out to the rest of the organization. And this is where you can bridge a gap. If you understand the strategy and the vision and the purpose for the broader organization, you can help make sure that gets translated through every business case that's created, every project charter that's done, every conversation that's happening about why the projects are happening and their purpose and what success looks like. And don't forget, you need those same things for your PMO or strategy delivery team. You need to be clear on what your purpose is. And as I teach my Impact Engine students, the worst thing you can do is ask your business leaders what the purpose is of your PMO because they don't know. So we have to know ourselves. Well, how do you do that? It's definitely not by assuming we know best and assuming we know what they need. There's a whole detailed assessment process you must go through to get that right. That's why we spend so much time on it in the Impact Engine system. Just knowing what you think they need is going to be a big problem because there's so much more to it than that. There's so much more to it than the symptoms you're seeing. You have to know how to dig to those root causes and bring your stakeholders with you through the process to get to those outcomes. So number one is clear vision and purpose. Number two, strategic thinking. That's right. You must be a strategic thinker. If you want to stop being seen as a project manager or PMO manager and be seen instead as a business leader, which by the way, that is what you want, I promise you, then you must understand how to think strategically, understand the organization's strategy, and be able to think critically about the big picture and support decision-making and make decisions that help drive the company forward toward those strategic goals. You see, in your role, you must spend a lot of time facilitating decision-making. And we can do a whole separate episode on decision-making. I'll make a note on that so that you can learn a little bit about some ways that you can do better decision-making, facilitate better decision-making. But for now, I want you to know that your ability to think strategically helps to support that better decision-making process. I mean, it makes sense, right? A leader with a strong set of strategic thinking skills might actually look at the projects that are happening in the perspective of what the market is doing, what the clients are experiencing, what the industry is doing, and know how to articulate on these projects 
what the goals are they're really driving toward and how to make sure to take advantage of any new opportunities on those projects. And then when you have those opportunities identified, you want to then support your business leaders in allocating resources accordingly to take advantage of those opportunities as they present themselves. This is the opposite of how most PMO leaders are set up right now. They think that their job is to control the triple constraint and just go through the checklist of all of the things that they said they needed. However, if the project teams understand the business goals and the strategic objectives, they can be looking for opportunities to accelerate getting to those strategic business outcomes, as opposed to having such a tight rein on the outputs. And how does that show up in a project? That could show up in a business leader saying, hey, we need to change the scope of this in order to get to this goal. Can you help us figure that out? Or can you help us see what that would take? And instead of the project manager, for example, fighting so hard to say, we can't do it, we can't make that change, which by the way, is not the project manager's decision. It's the business leader, sponsor's decision, right? Instead of fighting it, what you should be doing is looking for ways to make sure that it can happen so that that business goal can be met. Now, I'm not talking about wild, wild west when it comes to just letting every change happen. It still has to be decided upon with good information, but the project manager and project team shouldn't be fighting it or saying it can't be done. They should be asking the question, how might we solve this problem and looking for ways to solve it? A super important skill that requires you to be thinking about all of these projects from a strategic perspective. So whether you are the project manager or the PMO leader or above the PMO, but still responsible for strategy delivery, You need to be looking at how you can build your strategic thinking skills and make sure that all the work that's being done is aligned with the strategy and focused on getting to those strategic outcomes. Okay, number three, big one here, adaptability. A leader who's able to adapt to change, I know you've heard this from me before, is more likely to be successful in today's environment, which is all about a rapidly changing business model. You must be prepared to pivot and change and shift as the needs of your organization change. And if you have created an organization that is so structured and rigid and has one set of services, and this is what we do, and this is how we do it with no flexibility, one, everybody's going to hate you. And two, you're not going to be around when the organization's needs shift. You have to be nimble and flexible and agile and adaptive. And that's why we spend so much time on that in the impact engine system. I teach you how to do that while still getting real sustainable value and delivery and results. It's what you do, in what order, why that matters, and how to do it that predicts your success. And knowing that path is incredibly important. It's also why adaptive management styles and adapting to thrive is one of our impact driver mindsets, because we know that impact drivers must know how to adapt to thrive in their organization, whether they're wanting a PMO or managing projects, or frankly, leading the whole organization. Your ability to be nimble and flexible and use those strategic thinking skills and your adaptive style to anticipate the changes that need to be made are going to be key to your success. Okay, another skill we need to really focus on and build is around collaboration and relationship building. If you're able to work effectively with others, it's more likely you're going to achieve the results you're trying to achieve. And if you've focused on building those trusted partnerships and relationships, then you'll be able to get more done because every organization I've ever worked in, yes, even in government, and yes, even in military, 
you must have the ability to work the relationships to get people to move in the direction you're trying to go. And if you're able to collaborate effectively, you're going to get better inputs and create better outputs that will drive better outcomes when it comes to problem solving. You'll have better inputs because you'll get people to engage with you when you're trying to determine the services and capabilities and the pain points you must address. You'll get better results when you roll out those services because you'll have early adopters and champions for your changes because you have those strong relationships. And you're going to find better solutions when you collaborate and ask questions like, how might we solve this problem instead of trying to force change on people without including them in the process? Okay, the next one communication skills. Another impact driver mindset, we call it communicate with purpose. A strong communication focused business leader understands that their ability to communicate effectively the right information at the right level, at the right time, in the right way is going to be far more successful than someone that is struggling in this space. You have to be able to articulate the challenges. You have to be able to articulate the solutions. You have to be able to bring people with you on this journey. This is why in our impact driver mindsets, we have so much on communicating with purpose because it matters what you say, how you say it, when you say it, and what mechanism you use to do so. So you have to be sure that you're doing that right. And it also helps you when it comes to presentation skills and bringing people with you through the change process. For example, are you good at storytelling? Can you tell a good story? Can you use some of your successes in the organization and case studies to set an example for others that you're trying to engage with on what success looks like? If you have strong communication skills, you can. It also helps when you're trying to really clearly communicate your ideas, the goals, the strategy, the strategy of the organization, the strategy of your team, getting people aligned with you right from the start to get to those results. All of that requires having really clear communication skills and knowing not just what to say, but all of the techniques to make sure that your story sticks, that people are with you, that they're coming along for the ride and that they like where you're taking them. And here's one that I know many leaders listening to this podcast struggle with, and that is decisiveness. Now, what I found is a lot of PMO leaders make decisions they shouldn't make, and then really hem and haw when it comes to the decisions they should make. They won't make the right decisions and are trying to control decisions they shouldn't control. So if you are good at making decisions quickly with the right information and avoiding analysis paralysis, you're going to be far more effective because we have to move quickly. Remember the nimble, the flexible, the agile. You're in a fast paced business environment, no matter where you work and how you work. And a leader who is decisive might make quick and informed decisions about allocating resources, responding to changes, taking advantage of opportunities that somebody that's really struggling to get their decisions made is going to be able to do. So it's about knowing what decisions you should make and how to make those decisions quickly. And that requires being informed, but not with 500 reports. You just need to know enough about what's going on to make a decision based on the information you have and keep everybody moving. And when it is something you should decide, get comfortable deciding it instead of waiting for permission to make a decision or taking your power and giving it to others because you think they should be the ones to decide. It's okay to make decisions that are yours to make. Now, where you don't want to make decisions are, for example, things like on the project, 
when the business leaders come and say, hey, can we do this? Can we do that? Your answer should never be no. It should always be yes. And here's what that will take, which requires you to be strategic thinking and collaborating and adaptive and flexible and understand where you're trying to take the organization as a whole and then be able to give them the information they need to make the right decisions. So don't take the decision-making authority away from the people that should make the decisions and be quick to make the decisions with the information you need, but move quickly on the ones you do own. You do not own the prioritization of projects. You do not own the scope, time, or cost of a project. If a business leader or stakeholder wants to make a change, you always need to respond with yes, and here's the information you need to know to decide if that's a change we should make. Don't assume ever, even if they said that that's not what the scope was, or that's not what the business case said, or we had certain desired outcomes we wanted to get to. You still need to say, yes, we can make this change, but it will put your desired outcome at risk because of this. Or yes, we can make this change and not mess up your desired outcomes if you give us X, Y, and Z. Pretty simple and straightforward. So own what you do own, make those decisions fast, and then let go of the rest. A smart business leader knows their role and knows what decisions they own and which ones they don't. Don't take the accountability away from your stakeholders that should be making decisions by making them for them. Number seven, EQ, emotional intelligence. Now, I am certain you've heard this one before, but I really want you to think about it. And here's why. Because I get it. You just want people to do their jobs. You want to stay focused on the work. And if you stay focused only on the work and don't focus on the people, you're going to have a lot harder time getting that work done. I remember being there. I remember thinking, gosh, why do I have to chit chat about somebody's day? I just need to know the answer to this question so I can keep moving. But you have to understand that being an effective impact driver is not about just driving. It's about bringing people with you through the change process. And if they believe that you don't care about them, that you don't get them, that you're completely insensitive to what is going on in their world, or that you don't value them as a person, you will not bring them with you through the change. You will hit change resistance. So you must understand the mood of your team, the way you respond and react and how they're feeling and what they're thinking as this inevitable, vicious cycle of constant changes is happening. They are people too. And they may not know what you know about the changes happening and may feel very uncomfortable about what's going on around them. So think long and hard about how you might be able to show a little bit more compassion, use your knowledge of what matters to them. Wait, you don't know what matters to them? Well, then you need to start there. A leader with a strong EQ knows what matters to everyone. What matters to the people that they're working with, the people that report to them, the people they report to, they get it and they pay attention. And this is one of the secrets to success for our impact drivers. They understand the dynamics of the whole human and how that plays well into what you're able to accomplish. If you want to drive a higher return on investment for strategy, you must do that with people, not to them, which means you must understand people and that they are human and that they have emotions and they have concerns and they have stresses. And the very thing you ask one day could cause them to blow up the next. And by paying attention and really understanding what's happening with them, you'll know 
you'll learn how to anticipate it, and you'll be able to use what you know to your advantage to get better outcomes on your projects and across your organization. Pay attention to all of the people that you're working with. Number eight, if you want to be a business leader, you need to learn how to lead. And that means leading in a way that others want to follow. How are you leading by example? Do you show up in a meeting frustrated and stressed and overwhelmed and your whole team sees that? If they do, I can promise you they think less of you. I remember being in that position where I was so frustrated and overwhelmed with the way I felt like our team was being treated, the way I was being treated, the lack of respect in our organization. And I realized that when my team saw that and saw that I didn't have control and didn't have it together, they didn't respect me as much, frankly. And so think about that. Think about how you're showing up with your team. Now, you do need to have people that you can confide in, but I'd rather those not be people in your office anyway, because you never know who you can trust. So think about other people you can engage with outside of the organization, colleagues, friends, peers. For example, in our Impact Accelerator Mastermind, it's filled with PMO and strategy delivery leaders from all over the world, dealing with a lot of the same challenges and supporting each other. We let you come there and vent if you need to, but we also get laser focused on getting you to a solution and getting you to a place where you can go back in there and lead by example and set a good example for others. The behaviors that you show your team are the behaviors your team will emulate. So you must set a consistent model of behavior and values that you want to see in others so that they know what is accepted, what is valued, and how they should behave themselves. Number nine, resilience. I know this hits you, Impact Driver, so hard. This is an important one, and you probably feel it. It's really important how you respond to setbacks, to challenges, to shifts in direction, to change. You must be nimble and flexible and adaptive and resilient because you will be far more successful in the long term, and your team will if they see that you are not broken anytime something changes. If your business leaders see you as so brittle that you'll break if they shift direction on you, they're just going to remove you from the conversation completely. They'll still make a change, but you won't be a part of it. So they need to know that you will be resilient and be able to bounce back from any challenges or frustrations that come your way. And finally, Here's one that I'm really concerned about right now, and that is continuous learning. A leader who is committed to continuous learning is far more likely to be successful in not just keeping up with, but thriving in this rapidly changing business landscape we're in right now. A leader who is committed to continuous learning is going to seek out opportunities for professional development. They're going to read industry information. They're going to be listening to this podcast. So rock on, rock star. They're going to be attending conferences and workshops and staying up on the latest trends and best practices. And I don't just mean the PMBOK best practices. I mean, what actually really works in an organization, which isn't usually what a standards document tells you. It's not all about the templates and the process and the standards. It's about adapting, going back to adapt to thrive of our impact driver framework, adapting 
based on the information you're collecting so that you are constantly driving the change that needs to be driven and doing it successfully. So what does that mean? That means you continue listening to this podcast. That means you expand your engagement with your team around this podcast. Do you know that we have what we call a podcast club here? You can go right onto pmostrategies.com and click on podcast. And we have a template that you can download and use with your team to go through what you've learned from any of these episodes. You can make it a collaborative discussion. So it's not just about your continuous learning. It's about elevating the learning and making continuous learning the standard in your organization. So who could you start a podcast club with? Who can you engage with? How are you learning from others? What workshops or programs or courses or coaching do you need to be successful? And who are you getting to know in your organization that can help you learn how your organization operates and learn from as you watch how they model the behaviors that make them successful in your organization? There are people in your organization that you know that are successful. Think of those people and figure out how you can get to know them, how you can watch and pay attention to what they do and how they do it and what makes them successful. And that is a part of your learning process too. Don't forget to pay attention to others and use their successes or their failures to your advantage to help you learn how to get ahead quickly. This was one of my secrets to success in organizations. Obviously, I got a lot done. Obviously, I paid attention to my business leaders when they were telling me what they wanted. And so I gave them what they wanted before I gave them what they needed. I paid attention to successful people and I paid attention to people that were not so successful. Sometimes some of those bosses that we have are a great example of who you do not want to be, not just the ones that are wonderful that show you who you want to be. Learn from both because they are leading by example in both scenarios. It's just the way they're leading when it's not so great is just something you don't want to emulate. So there you have it. These are the 10 top business leadership skills that you must pay attention to, focus on, and build this year to be more successful and to be thought of as a business leader in your organization, not just a project leader. Clear vision and purpose that you can help communicate to others, strategic thinking and being able to think big picture and set direction and drive change based on that strategy, adaptability, collaboration and relationship building, communication skills and communicating with purpose, decisiveness, knowing what decisions you own and how to make those decisions quickly and then knowing the ones you don't own and allowing others to be accountable for their decisions, EQ, emotional intelligence, leading by example, resilience, and continuous learning. Think about those 10 areas. And then next week, we're going to dive into the skills or areas of focus that you're going to need to let go of to be more successful in your role as a impact driver, as a PMO leader, strategy delivery leader, or driving big transformation in your organization. And if you fit any of those roles, you belong in the Impact Engine system and our Impact Accelerator Mastermind program, where I can personally help you build these skills so that you are seen as a business leader in your organization and boost your career, get that seat at the table and make a huge impact because that's what it's all about, right? 
That's why you're here. That's what you're trying to learn. And I would love to support you on that journey. So if you are in any of those roles, which you probably are because you're listening here, you need to go to pmostrategies.com forward slash IES and join us. We can help you with that continuous learning and connect you with other PMO and strategy delivery leaders from all over the world that are doing the work that you're doing to make a real difference and get that seat at the table for once and for all. Just go to pmostrategies.com forward slash IES. I really hope this has been helpful to you. And I want you to think this week about what's the one thing I could focus on to start building these business leadership skills and making sure that my business leaders see me as a peer, not an administrator. If you love what you're listening to on these podcasts, definitely hit subscribe, download these episodes so that I know they are with you no matter where your high impact journey takes you. I can't wait to share part two with you next week. Bye-bye for now.